Are you concerned about the recent happenings with the coronavirus paralyzing our society? Do you find yourself asking all those questions about when will it end, what's going to happen? Of course we're worried. We react emotional. And in a today's podcast episode, I would like to show you an approach how to handle uncertainty. And my goal is to make you feel stronger than how you feel right now. Hi, I'm Anna Yelen, also known as The Time Expert. When I was 24 years old, I gave my first workshop called Don't Live As If You Have A Thousand Years To Live. Since a few years now, I have given speeches about new perceptions and visions of time all around the world. Until two weeks ago, the virus stopped it all. But as Seneca already said, it's not what you bear but how you bear it. Let me start with a personal story before I get into my thoughts about how we could approach personal crisis or events like we are experiencing today with the coronavirus. Now some of you know, there was this special day in my life when I got lost in a snowstorm in the Swiss mountains and almost died. You can listen to the full story here, here, okay. But here and now, it's about the sequence from the day of the accident. Let's go back to this special day and let me tell you what I remember hearing just before I fell into a state of shock. And you have to know my memory has blackouts. And the best example to explain is imagining you're dancing in a discotheque with bright strobe light effects. For a split second, you see what's happening before it gets black again. And when I try to remember what, hap- remember what happened at the hospital, that's how it feels. One moment I remember was when I was pushed into the hospital by the rescue team. I was lying on a stretcher and they brought me into the emergency. My mom, uh, nurses, doctors were walking fast next to me and it was hectic. And then black. Then the beeping of machines. People standing around me talking. But I hear just fractions of their discussions. Until this one phrase coming from a doctor. And I hear it very clearly. He says, maybe we have to amputate her legs. And from then on, I'm off. Off. Can't remember anything until the moment when I woke up. I feel someone's hand on my arm, mumbling something. I slowly open my eyes and I see a nun walking away from me. And I remember thinking, oh my God, I'm dead. But then the beeping of the machines become louder again and I realize that I'm on the intensive care unit. 
Now, I had lost every normal sense of feeling my body because he was so messed up with the cold and the hypothermia and with the mix of painkillers, it gave me the feeling of absolutely not feeling my body. An awkward sensation. I didn't feel my body. It was like if I had the head placed on something which wasn't mine. And suddenly I remembered the last phrase I, I had heard. The doctor saying, maybe we have to amputate her legs. And now I was wide awake and I thought, shit. And I looked down, but I only saw the sheet stretch from the beginning of the bed, but a bit higher up so I couldn't see the marks of my body, up to my chin. And I slowly moved my numb hands got the blanket, ready to lift it and check if I still had my legs. And now, now listen carefully to this particular happening. It's about how I approach it. Because I hesitated. And I thought, no, wait a minute. This is a very special moment. It's the moment which could change my life forever. It's the moment where my life could be different from one second to another. Have you ever experienced something like this? Where you know the situation you are in can bring you a radical change forever. I was very aware that I was facing a possible big change in my life, a life with or without legs. And still, I clearly decided to wait with looking under the sheet, to take a little time. I decided to take a little time. I wanted the moment of uncertainty to last. But why? Why in God's name? Because when I woke up, I was just so happy to be alive. You know, I had experienced hell the night and the day before. And lying there, being alive, I felt so lucky. And I wanted to stay in the feeling of happiness. That's all. Just another few minutes of happiness. It felt like having a break from a very shitty moment to a next possible bad moment. I was in between. And that's why I wanted the moment of uncertainty to last. The state of not knowing was like a relief and it was kind of soothing. Even though... It was just for a short moment. But then there was one other step to take before I was ready to face reality. I wanted to prepare myself for the worst case scenario, which would be I lift the blanket and see that my legs have been amputated. No more legs. So the goal was to get me psychologically there where the worst case scenario would be okay. For me, that I could be 
okay with not having any legs anymore. I wanted to get me there. How? With being aware and thankful for what I had already, in this case just being alive, with keeping the basic inner trust that everything will be okay, no matter what. And by knowing myself that I would do anything to get me back on track. I was almost there. Almost. I repeated my thoughts. I'm so thankful for being alive. If I don't have any legs anymore, I want to have the coolest and stylish prosthesis that exist. I will work hard to be able to walk on them. And whatever happens in my life, I will always find solutions. And I trust in myself that I can handle this. And then I was ready. And I slowly started to lift the blanket. Oh God. I was nervous. Yeah, I was nervous. And then I saw it. Legs. My legs. And I was perplexed. And then I was happy. And then I rang the bell to ask the nurse if they would stay like this, that I could keep my legs. And she said, yes. Now, let's try to find some similarities here between the story and the coronavirus. As I was not knowing what I will see when I lift the blanket, today with the virus, we are facing a state of uncertainty. It's exactly the same. What's going to happen? When will it stop? And my answer is simple. Today, it's too early to know. Will we know one day? Yes. But right now, it's too early in? Too early in? We can't always see, know and understand something when it happens. But it happens for a reason and we must trust. So what we can do is to take a break from all the questions. Take a bath and relax in uncertainty. It's soothing to think it's okay not to know. It doesn't hurt not to know. Try it. Even if it's just for a short moment, it's good. Another conclusion I have taken out of my story, which we can implement in our today's situation, is this. No matter how shitty the situation is, it can always be worse. So there is always something to be thankful of. In my case, I was not focusing on the fact that I might have lost my legs. I was thankful for being alive. So suddenly losing the legs wasn't that bad anymore because also worse would have been to amputate legs and arms or to have died up there in the mountains. Now, for us today, for example, or you, if your business is suffering now because of the virus, you could be thankful that you still got a brain which can bring you new ideas. But that, that's really good, isn't it? And if you have lost your job, you can be grateful for still having your health. If you have to stay at home, you could be happy that you can stay at home and not have to go to war. 
it's it's about to focus, putting the focus on what you still have and to be thankful for this, it will for sure support your moral. And I think that's what we need in the today's situation. We need the good moral. We need confidence. We need trust. And the last similarity I see is about the approach on how to handle a crisis. And I love this. That's, that's my thing. It's about perception. It's about how to see and understand something that occurs and what we decide what this event will mean for us. I call this approach OTA. Three letters. O-T-A. Observe, think, act. It's a tool, it's an attitude, it's a method. Name it however you want to name it. I know for sure that this approach will save you a lot of time. And in a hospital, I did exactly this. I observed in what situation I was. The thinking part included the thought, take your time to appreciate the moment of being happy to be alive. Take your time to be thankful. And then I will prepare myself for the next step. The next step included to see what I was thankful for and to have a plan for the worst case scenario and to be okay with the worst case scenario. That was the plan. And I acted when I felt ready. The act was to look. With the virus, it's the same. We risk to make big mistakes if we act too quickly and too emotionally. As the time expert, I would propose, take your time. You decide, you decide how much time, but take your time. And also to give yourself time for the approach of OTA, observe, think and act. And for me it looks like this. Observe the situation with a certain distance, which means without any information overload. Observing is rational, which helps you to avoid reacting too emotionally and which prepares you for the next step, to think. Take paper and a pen, sit down, analyze the facts, brainstorm of possibilities you could do, prepare yourself for the worst case scenario, let your brain find solutions and make a concrete plan. And the third step, act when you feel ready. You are ready when you can't stay seated on your chair and when your heart screams, now let's do this, I'm on. And when there is nothing else you want to do than to execute the plan. That's when you are ready. And you know what? That's, that's the thing about OTA. Observing, thinking before acting. It's just the beginning of a beautiful journey. You repeat this often, this approach. It will get you there where you can perceive things and situations simply and straightforwardly. It's not about good or bad. There will be situations where emotions will try to take over, which I suppose maybe is normal, but it can also be normal 
that you go back to the state of stay cool. And stay cool are no other words for observe and think before acting. Now do you know the quote, one day will all make sense. A year after my accident, I worked at a company called Ottobock, whose motto still is to help people maintain or regain their freedom of movement. The company is a global leader in technology. Do you know for what? For wearable human bionics which enhance or replace parts of the human body. They, they produce the most coolest and stylish leg prosthesis you can imagine. But I chose the breast prosthesis for women with the diagnosed breast cancer. And my experience with these wonderful ladies gave me the idea for my first workshop called Remember, I said it in the beginning, don't live as if you have another 1,000 years to live. It was the beginning of my career as the time expert. One day, it will all make sense. Same with the coronavirus. Today, you might be worried because you had a plan. And this plan has been turned upside down by this virus. But what if? There is a bigger plan we don't know about yet. Trust that it will turn out okay. Or even better than okay. And the day will come where it all makes sense. Perhaps we are experiencing a fortunate break right now. A break to observe and think before we act. And hey. You, you have this special inner strength in there. It's there. Everyone has it. Get it out there. We're all on the same container ship. Let's be strong together. My dear listener out there, it's still too early to know. So go and take a bath and relax. And please stay safe and healthy. Take care of yourself and your loved ones. And until next week. Bye. Bye. But by the way, therefore all my speeches have been cancelled for the next three months at least. I don't have to travel a lot. Which means I'm at home in the office and I have time to take my time for each hourglass order, which also includes a written postcard. I have never been as thankful for every order coming in in these times. And I promise you, I will put so much love into making this package and writing you a few words. Hopefully you can feel it when the postman delivers it to you. A lot of good energy in there. You can find the shop on my homepage, www.annajelen.com. It's just an idea. And last, by the way, 
Tomorrow is Monday and there goes my first Monday Blues newsletter out. A short email with some inspiration for a good start into your week. I am very excited about this and if you want to get it, if you want to get it, you do what? Subscribe. Where? When you, when you are already subscribed by our oh. podcast is Okay, if you're already subscribed to the podcast, you will get it. If you are not subscribed to the podcast, you go on my homepage and there you find a get my newsletter. Yes. Oh, get my newsletter. And you put your email and tomorrow Monday morning you get the Monday Blues newsletter. Okay, that's all. Bye. Bye, 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 bye. And mom and dad, thank you for teaching me so early on how to stay cool. Love.